Hello and welcome to the Show Love Podcast. I am Show Love and I am here with one of my most favorite people on the planet, Christopher Belzer, aka Retro Chris. Welcome to the show, Retro. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a long time coming. Yeah, it is. I should have had you a long time ago. I apologize. It's all good. The, the timing is perfect. Uh, we are here in Newton, Georgia. Well, we've been here before together many, many, many years ago. So why don't you tell everyone, I mean, Chris is a photographer, I should say, a celebrity photographer, so he fancy. (laughs) But let's tell everyone, like, how we met. Okay, so we met on the set of What to Expect When You're Expecting. Yeah, when was that? It was August, I want to say... 12 or 15. Okay, because you know my memory bad. You know I smoke too much weed. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to. Oh, 2011. 2011. Mm-hmm. So 11 years ago. I, is that 11 years ago? No. It's 11 years ago, almost. Oh, almost. And a few months ago. it will be. Yeah, that's ironic. Wow. 11-11. Yeah. That's deep right there. That's deep. We don't, we can just shut this down. (laughs) This this is like the precipice. This is like the the basis of our relationship. Everything is uh, based in uh, numerology, numbers, and synchronicity, signs, and wonders. (laughs) So maybe that's going to be the same, the name of the show. And back then, I didn't know anything about any of this. I mean, I wanted to know about it. So we met on, on the set of What to Expect When Expecting. Yep. And basically, a PA says, you guys should hold hands. What's a PA? You got to tell, because we um, were talking with people. So we were both extras. This is when we were just, I had just moved to Georgia, and I was looking for work, and people were like, you can get exposure by being an extra. So I would take extra jobs between, like, like set jobs um, and that's a common thing that happens like when you first start out. So we were both extras at that time. Yep. And a PA, a production assistant. It's basically someone who, ooh, one of the most intense jobs on set. I agree. Like that job, Ugh. intense and so underrated. People like look at PAs as like you know just nothing. And I was a PA after you know I progressed. <laughs> Yeah, I was a uh, extra PA that I like gradually went to other departments and did other things, became a coordinator, uh, associate producer, blah, blah, blah. But PAs are the most undervalued. Underpaid. Under. Like, they deserve so much more. Deserve so much more. They're not even unionized. Yeah, like, there's some PAs who come 16, 18 hours on set. Yeah. Everyone else is gone, but they still have yeah. to stay. Oh, yeah. To Look, sure. he's preaching to the choir. Yeah. So, a PA told us to hold hands, and I was like, oh, hell no. Because you're <laughs> significantly younger than I am. And I was like, I've always been adamant that I am not a cougar. <laughs> On or offset, you ain't going to catch me cougaring nobody. <laughs> she was like, I do a lot of things for set, but this request I will not do. I'm sorry. She was like, uh-uh. I was like, he's old enough to be my son. Why would I be cougaring? You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't make sense. Like, I was like, I can't sell that on film. Like, I I can sell a lot of things. No, it was what to expect when you're expecting, not what to expect when you're cougaring. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. So I was like, we just going to walk like we friends and stuff. Like, we just, (laughs) like, we buy, like, he my son, literally. And we're going to the park. But yes, that was that was where we met. Yes. And it was Piedmont Park, Atlanta, twenty eleven. And you were really green. Like I, you know, I won't say green. I mean because you're a lot younger than No, I was green, green. Like green green. <laughs> oh, I'm not laughing at you. We both know how green. Oh my god! Yes, and I was like, "This poor boy, I'm gonna have to protect him somehow." 
child. Like he was like, uh, you know, it's a, a, a phrase in the South that we just say, we still got milk around your mouth. <laughs> I think I had the whole cup around mine. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, so you were very green and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to <laughs> help this boy somehow. But you know, in, in ways like, you know, we've grown and we've helped each other. I mean, we've been friends throughout the years. Yeah. I mean, that, the first time that you actually drove on the freeway, yeah. it was to come see me here in Noonan, Georgia, mm -hmm. which is like your biggest, it was your biggest feat yeah, at the time. That was a big jump. God knows, I ain't like that freeway. Because <laughs> I was like, this hour and 30 minute drive, it ain't doing it. Yeah. So, I was like, we don't take that freeway. But it's so interesting, Chris, like your personality, your characteristics. I mean, you would you would you consider yourself like the type of indigo uh, children that they talk about? Because you have very unique and distinct uh, characteristics and abilities. It, like... Say your ability just to remember like the details of every situation. Like we were talking sometimes, and I'm like, uh, "What was I wearing, Chris?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like talk about that. Okay, so it's crazy, but I can literally remember stuff from when I was like a kid. Kid. Yeah. Like I remember my mom picking me up from <clears throat> Believer's Bible. And I remember back then I used to collect a lot of toys, mm -hmm. especially toys from the 70s. Mm -hmm. So she had brought one of my favorites, which was a Muppet. I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, maybe like two or three years old. Yeah. And I can remember all that stuff in great detail. Right. I'm, yeah. I mean, I believe it because a lot of things that we've experienced, I'm like, how the hell did you? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's profound. And my nephew has the same gift and ability. And you guys are around the same age. You wow. might be the exact same age. Mm. But he has that ability to just, like, remember, like, in detail certain experiences. It's like, how do you how do you do that? Like, I, I can remember, I can barely remember my dinner from yesterday. Like, <laughs> I mean, in real life, I'm a hoarder. So, I guess mm. in my head, oh, I'm a hoarder of memories. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> That's very interesting. Yeah, we hoard memories. We yeah. hoard dates. Yeah, we hoard experiences. Huh? We just hoard. And I'm like the opposite. Like I just like try to forget. Can't <laughs> <laughs> get rid of. Well, well, me, it's my goal to to remember. So it's fascinating to me. I'm like, oh my god, you're remembering everything, and I'm just trying to over here trying to forget. No, we, we can't do that. <laughs> So tell us about, so your name is Retro Chris, yes. and um, you are a photographer, yes. but your uh, love for photography started at a very early age. Tell us about that. Okay, so my love for photography literally started when I was a kid, mm. including my love for Photoshop. Mm. I had my first computer at the age of maybe one or two shut up yeah <laughs> like i would um get on my mom's computer and they had these muppet huh. like, programs uh -huh. and on one of them you can photoshop like <laughs> your head onto a different muppet or stuff like that so i didn't even know i was doing that stuff yeah. back then manipulating images and yeah making them at the age some... of one yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then um i remember telling my parents i was like Oh my God, we got to get a um, video camera because I just want to record everything. Yeah. And then that didn't happen until I was older. We got one when I was like five, but we had... <laughs> when like, you were older. Yeah. <laughs> but we had a Kodak camera, uh -huh. the kind where you can um, print the picture out right on spot. Yeah. And I would go around just taking pictures of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So this passion for photography started at a... or capturing images... Yes. So at a very young age. In addition for um, the passion for magazines, I was a magazine mm. hoarder when I was a kid. Too. Well, you say was. Well, I still am. <laughs> I have a closet full of them. I mean, you know, tell the truth is fine with Yeah. <laughs> you are a magazine yeah. hoarder. I, currently. And then I, I'm so OCD, like... When I'm touching my magazines, I have to lightly touch them. I can't right. 
I can't touch them. They can't be abused in right. any type of way. In any way. No way. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That is pretty impressive. Yeah. Do you have any of the old, like, Jet magazines? and? Yes, I do. I have old Jet magazines. I have... I think my oldest magazine dates back to the 50s or 40s. Oh, wow. Life magazine. Oh, really? I have old TV guides. Yeah. I have a lot of stuff. I have... I even have old toys. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, I mean... You know, people talk about destiny and fate and stuff like that. Like, this is really, like, what it is. Like, you as a one-year-old. <laughs> but I think the difference between you and a lot of other people, but you had parent, very supportive parents. Yes. You still have very supportive parents. Like, yes. tonight they're going to take you to the airport, too. Yes. <laughs> Probably both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both your parents. Drive you to the airport. Yeah. You still live at home with your parents. Yeah. And which is fine. I mean, yeah. I wish I loved my parents enough or <laughs> like them enough. To, to get my nerves. Oh my <laughs> but that's fortunate. You have parents that you, you know like enough that you still live with them and that they are so supportive that they're gonna take you tonight to the airport to you yeah. to go to Vegas for this. Um, really spectacular experience that you're about to launch on. We're going to get to that. But I want to go back to your childhood and your passion for photography. So as you grew up, you just kept, like, what happened, you know, like, what was your experience? Like, did you ever, like, did you ever, like, say, oh, I'm going to be, like, a celebrity photographer photographer one day? Or how was it? It's crazy because when I was a kid, I um, I literally had all these magazines. There were all these different people I wanted to meet. Yeah. Everything. Like, I literally almost met every single person that I ever wanted to meet. Yeah, like who? Um, like, let's see, who? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, okay. You've met so many. Go ahead. Boys to Men. Okay. Um, Monica, Cisco, mm. um. I haven't met Justin Timberlake, but I was on set with him. Mm. Um, Jennifer Lopez was on set with her. It's a lot of even um, Pam Grier. She was yeah. one of the coolest. Yeah, but you ph- photographed quite <clears throat> quite a few people, like quite quite a few celebrities, and you just released like this magazine exclusive release, like this a limited release, I should yeah. say. <laughs> like there are three out there circulating. Or two. Yeah, like three. Three? Yeah. <laughs> and some of, you know, some like top people in the industry have them, like exclusively. Yeah. So you do have some work out there that's circulating. But it has, but what is so remarkable for me is how you have stayed focused on your dream. Like you have not allowed anything to deter you, you know, uh, albeit the lack of funds, the lack of support, the lack of whatever. Like you've, You've, and this is what I want to stress for people who have a dream and a vision for their life. Like, you have to take some risk, and you've taken some risk. And you know, yeah. <laughs> for, for me to like see you take risk, it's like, you know, when I hear your stories, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, so he's, you know, he's putting himself out there. You know, he's like out there sleeping in his car and sleeping in, you know, you know, on rooftops in Los Angeles <laughs> and <laughs> like, you know, uh, hanging, you know, sleeping in, uh, you know, lofts with, you know, cokeheads. You know? Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, the things that we do for our dreams. So many. So you want to tell me about, tell us about some of those? Okay. So let's see. For one... I would definitely say <clears throat> this magazine starting it was definitely something. Yeah. I basically spent my last, went to Las Vegas, interviewed Nico. And, and Nico is a... Nico's Muhammad Ali's grandson. Okay. And he's also a boxer for top rank. So, I got the vision. I was like, okay, who am I going to have for the first cover of this magazine? And Top Rank is a boxing... Boxing company owned by Bob Arum, 
who managed and promoted Muhammad Ali when he started in the 60s. Amazing. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so you got connected with these folks. Yes. And it was like, the whole trip was like a faith trip because I, I literally spent my last. Yeah. But when you I, say you spent your last, what does that mean? Like, um, <laughs> at the time, I had just finished paying, like, all my bills. Yeah. And the ticket, I was like, I can get a ticket a certain time. Okay, that ticket's not bad. I was like, okay, let me just invest the rest right. of this money. Well, I'm glad you used the word invest. So, mm-hmm. yes, go ahead. Into going down to get this interview done. Yeah. So, I went down. It, we're literally, like, just enough to get a room and all that stuff. Everything was provided for me. I, it was just like one huge faith walk. Yeah. And. And it worked out. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> and it keeps working out. It keeps working out. It's literally. like it keeps paying. Because yeah. tonight you're on your way. Tell the listeners what you're on your way to do tonight. Tonight I'm on the way to Vegas to not only network, but also connect with a few different people from top rank. And actually really promote this magazine and get it out there. Right, your magazine that you're working on. Yes, Behind the Boxer. Behind the Boxer. <clears throat> you, uh, there's been one issue. Yes. Uh, I collaborated on that, by the way. Yes, she did. <laughs> actually, um, when I said she um, actually pushed me, she was like, when are you getting this done? Pushing, I mean, I feel like it was borderline. Motivation. (laughs) Motivation, get off your butt. Motivation. (laughs) I don't know. I think sometimes sometimes I felt a little too aggressive. No, it actually paid off. Like, people actually tell me, like, when they see my magazine, they say they feel like they went to Walt Disney World because Mm. they haven't had anything like this. Yeah. So, all that was, like, for good cause. Right. <laughs> it's paying off. Yeah. Um, what do you think has been the biggest, uh, besides, you know, the support of your family, of course, um, and friends. Yes. What do you think has been the biggest uh, uh, motivation for you to continue on with your dream and your vision, even though, you know, there are people out there who's, you know, who don't think, it, you know, that it's possible or that what you're doing is, po- you know, people who are creative, um, you know, people who may have a dream, people who have been, you know, inspired as a child and, and you know, probably abandoned their dream as a child. Because this, this is your childhood dream. Like, like, weren't you doing something with a mag? Uh, we were talking about Gordon Parks. Yes. Didn't he do, like, a magazine about Muhammad Ali, like, years ago? He was actually one of the main photographers when Life magazine covered Muhammad Ali. Mm. And he covered two of Muhammad Ali's huge events of his life. Yeah. So, they actually have a whole book of the pictures, including some stories, with that. Life Life does. Yeah. And then they turn his pictures and stuff, all the outtakes, the footage that wasn't used, they turn it into a book as well. Gordon Parks. Yes. Gordon Parks, for those who do not know, Gordon Parks was an African-American photographer back in 1960s? 70s. Oh, really? He went back. Uh, so he was one of the first black photojournalists uh, um, photo that yes. worked for Life magazine back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I have always been a big fan of his. I think there's a documentary out about him that I, yeah. that I saw years ago. And, um, you know, this is where we connect. I mean, we both have a passion for photography. I've always yes. been um, fascinated by images that, you know, the, the way that people can capture light. And, um, I mean, honestly, I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> When I was a kid, we used to have all these like family events, family reunions and stuff. And we, there was just one family reunion. We had a photographer there and he chased me. I was like hiding under the tables. Like there were these long, beautiful white tables 
long, beautiful, like white <laughs> tablecloths. And I was like run under. And he was chasing me around this. So I have always been traumatized. Like I, I don't like my photograph taken. But I do appreciate the art of photography. And I believe that that trauma <laughs> running from that photographer, I mean, that was like my karma because everywhere I've gone, everywhere I've lived, um, I have been surrounded by photographers. Whether it's like wow. a friend who's a photographer, I had a roommate who's a photographer, my best friend's a photographer. Like, I have so many photographers in my lap, it's my freaking karma. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that a photo anywhere? Like, did he actually successfully? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's somewhere, I'm sure. Somebody has that. Oh, um, wow. When I was about three years old. Oh, wow. I remember I had a little white dress on. I don't know what we were selling. I think it was a family reunion or something. And I, I've i hated my photo being taken since I was a child. My, oh. my mom even has a photo of me <laughs> at Disney World. Oh, I think that's the one in Florida. Is that the one in Florida? Yes, Disney. that is. <laughs> she, has a photo. she has a photo of me hiding from uh, Minnie and Mickey Mouse. You know how they used to take, they take oh, pictures? Oh, wow. That's, that's really cool. <laughs> so I'm hiding under these, <laughs> these bleachers or whatever. And they're oh, trying to get me to come out and take pictures with Mickey Mouse. I was like, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> uh-uh, absolutely um, not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, it's a child. That's my mother. You know how my mother is. But anyway, photography has always been something that I've been fascinated with. So I appreciate uh, the skill and the talent. It takes, a, you know, it takes a certain eye. It does. Like, and keeping going. Yeah. It's a challenge. Like, yeah. it's like rewarding when you see the, um, what comes the fruit. out of it, the fruits. Yeah. But when you're trying to get to the fruits, <laughs> oof. I know that's right. When you're trying to get to the fruits, how long did it take you to get to the fruits? I'm still getting to yeah. them. Like, yeah. Like literally, there are still days where it's like, oh lord, okay, where where is it? Because you've never really had a real. Jo- I mean, I hate to bring this. Up. <laughs> <laughs> and I say this all the time. I mean, you've it, never really had a real job. Tell the truth and like, the devil. It's true. <laughs> like, how old are you? Like, 30? Um, 32. 32? Yeah. Never really had to work. Yeah. yeah. Like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're right, though. But but now you're really, you, you know, you're making, you know, you're getting flued out sometimes yeah <laughs> you know and that right there is a whole different i mean to get so. flued out somewhere for your talent is a big deal it is like it's a really big deal and actually. you're being recognized as like press you're getting like press passes i mean your press got us into uh we were just uh, um in atlanta maybe a R&B couple of weeks soul ago picnic. r&b soul picnic yes and it was sold out i said chris how are we getting into this? <laughs> How are we getting into this picnic? It is sold out. It's like top DJs in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The top producers in Atlanta. We got to get into it. Like, how are got we getting... <laughs> what did you say? I got you. I got you. And I, I didn't even know I, I couldn't make anything happen. That's, that's Chris's phrase. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you and it's time. Yeah. And you did. You got us in. You made a little yeah. cu- couple little phone calls and stuff. Yeah, and it happened. I was I was like, hold on. I remember waking up that next morning, and we literally had to be there in a few hours. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. I'd already given up. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to stay home. It, it was <laughs> like, I'm just going to relax. I checked my email. I was like, we're confirmed. Confirmed? Yeah. <laughs> Doors open. Yeah. They flew all the way open. All the way. All the way open. From front door to the VIP there. To the VIP. I got into VIP twice, I must say. Twice. <laughs> the only reason I left the first time is I didn't get Chris in. Yeah. <laughs> I had to come back out and get him. <laughs> so, it's like, it's really wild. Yeah. It's a huge faith walk. Yes. It's, For you and me both. Mm-hmm. 
And God knows it's about what you say. And sometimes I don't say the right thing. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm not sure. And you like, fix your tongue. Right. So it's it's like a faith walk. You can, it's literally been times when I had maybe 25 cents to my name. Yeah. Or 75 cents. I took the 75 cents. I put it in my gas tank. Got to my next destination and made $300. Yeah. So, and then when you're traveling, you might travel with a small amount of money. And then, yeah. Like the story you told me, you saw the $20 around. Oh, yeah, the story. I was on set. I came, I traveled back from, I was living in Washington, I came back to Georgia, needed some work, got this job um, <clears throat> on a McCarthy movie. And it was all the way in like, Conyers, and I was I was in Noonan. That's like yeah. what a 40, 45 minute drive. That's it some is. gas right there. That's some gas. <clears throat> so I had enough gas to get there, right? I didn't know how I was gonna get back, uh-huh. and they were putting us up in hotels. It was a three day, four day shoot, I think. And um, that night, I was like, I don't know. How. It was the last yeah. night shoot, and I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna get back mm. to Noonan tomorrow. I ain't got no gas, yeah. and lo and behold. You had food and gas. That $20, I found a $20 bill. It was pitch black. I don't know how I saw it. Spirit. <laughs> Spirit. Signs and wonders. Yes. It was a $20 bill on the grass. Like It was like the moon was just <laughs> glistening on <laughs> And I looked around. I, ain't nobody around. Yeah. And I said, Lord. So I picked that $20 bill, and that's how I got back to Noonan. After huge. making, you know, money off those three, four days of shooting. Mm. And, you know, those things compound. They add up. Because that's not yeah, the first time that that's happened to me. So I was like, you know, you got to trust. Like you said, it's faith walk. You got to trust spirit. Especially when you know, when there's something, you know, deep that's been inspired since you was, you know, you were mm-hmm. a child. You know, it's in you. Yeah. It's like you can't turn away from it because it's deny. already there. No. No. All right. So yeah, that was that you know that was uh, one of many situations where I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah and and food because there was a little boy who's who's mm-hmm. a little guy on, who was on the crew, he was sweet on me, <laughs> <laughs> took me out to dinner. I was like, hell yeah, I got to dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I had I had food and a way back to you that's know, huge. <clears throat> it's huge. This is huge. Because I didn't have a time going there. Yeah. I had, had just enough gas. <laughs> to get there. <laughs> to get there. And that was it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, those are the things that um, that I, I wish, like, more people would have experiences with. You know, put themselves out there and, like, have faith and, and trust. You must. You must trust. Because otherwise... You're going to be looking at the situation like with a lower perspective. Yeah. And you're going to be saying, oh, that ain't going to happen. Right. I don't need to go there. Right. But if you trust, you'll be like, okay, well, it looks like this right now, but there's something on the other side. And you can't really talk to too many people about it either. You can't. They'll look at you like. You're crazy. You know, like if you know, like for example, if I would have said, "Oh, I'm gonna go to this job and I only have you know, gas money to get there," you know, somebody would have, another person would may have not have taken that risk of not being able to get back. They wouldn't have taken that risk. <laughs> but you know, yeah, their realm of acceptance would not have provided that opportunity of like having a twenty dollar bill. You know, yeah. sorry for whoever drives. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it was like late at night. We were wrapping uh-huh. up, so I don't know. That's one dollar bills for you. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What? Uh, what do they say? Uh, uh, finest keepers. <laughs> finest keepers, blues and liquors. <laughs> oh my god. Finest keepers, losers, weepers. Yep. That well, twenty was for me. They lost it, but. It got mine behind yeah, home after. Yeah, yeah. So I think I thank the heavens for it. Yeah. That twenty dollar bill. That's not the first time. It won't be the last time that you know something came out of the blue for me in the clutch. Yeah. I remember um, working at Atlantic Station, and 
it was not only me, but I also got like a few of my friends working there as well. Mm. And at that time, we were waiting for our paychecks. <laughs> Child, I went outside. Earlier that day, I found a 20. And then when I was going home, I found another 20. Right. I was like, oh, that's gas money for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. Yeah. And that's just what it is. It's just the miracle signs and wonders. When you're on the right path, you get those doors opening. And we talk about this a lot. We talk about this a lot. Yeah. Um, about trusting in spirit and our ancestors providing, yeah. you know, um, both of us. That's, you know, we were both very spiritually inclined, yes. I would say, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, so, you know, we understand from whence cometh our help. Yes. <laughs> and like, they're strong signs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, You've, yeah, you've shared quite a few experiences. Do you remember, do you want to share any? Um, well, I was just thinking about that Cadillac <laughs> <laughs> that you told me about. Oh, uh, yeah. And the, just all the um, experiences that went along with that. You went to church that day. Yeah. And I remember actually coming over this here. This is Easter. This is yeah. recent, couple, last weekend. I was like. Something's going to happen to show. She's going to meet somebody that she's supposed to meet. Oh, I met so many people this day. <laughs> I can't even tell you. It was so incredible. Yeah. And, you know, that was just after me taking a position of uh, me being about my spiritual business. Yes. You know, my mom was coming over. We were having Easter. And I said, okay, I'm going out to church. And people were like, you're going to church? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I go to church. You're, you're going to church. Your mom's coming over and all this is happening. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to church. No, you still have to feed your soul. <laughs> but, I, you know, but I was on a mission, you know. I was there to, um, you know, you have to trust you. You know, you know me. Yeah. I'm all about my intu intuition. Mm -hmm. I'm always, I'm all about being guided. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I was like, yeah. I mean, I, whether I wanted to go to church or not. <laughs> <laughs> This is about obedience. I had to go to church. Yeah. So I went to church. <laughs> God, today. And I'm glad I did. I was just crying like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, a good reminder. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not so much religious as I am spiritual. I'm more spiritual. Yeah. But, you know, when you're being guided, um, you have to trust that. Literally. And then so many gifts comes out. I can't tell you. I can't. No one's going to believe anything that I say that happened after I was obedient, like you said. Yeah. To going to the sink. But, you know, it's like that's that's the biggest. I say this. My mom and I discuss this all the time. Obedience is the biggest sacrifice. It is. When you have to lay down your will, lay down your ego for a higher purpose and a higher, higher good. Because God might come to you. Okay. I've had this happen multiple times. Just got paid. And I might have multiple people who need money at that time. <laughs> I'm sure. That can be tough. But then God says, give them that money. Yeah. And then after that, the money that you just gave out, it multiplies. Right. So it's something that's definitely... Totally. Most people would be like, this is my last right. money. I ain't right. giving this to them. Right. But if you listen, you'll be surprised at what transpires just from being obedient. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's the challenge. Most people can't listen. Most people are in situations where, you know, there's a lot of distractions. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, strife. There's a lot of turmoil. Tons. There's a lot of chaos, you know. Like, I've been, I've been living here at my friend's house. And it's just been peace and quiet. And I've been able to do so much. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> since I've been here that I haven't been able, that I wasn't able to do it at my other place. Because there were, you know... Opposing forces, yeah, on multiple levels, and when you don't have as many opposing forces, you're able to see how things just work out peacefully. Peacefully, without any type of interruptions. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You walk out of faith, and you trust, and you believe, and you, you know, not only in a higher purpose, but also in yourself. You know, I, I tease you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> about still being green. Yeah. 
Um, but that's part of the process. I'm green in a lot of ways, you know, yeah. but we're green on different levels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not that 2011 green. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I remember that 2011 green. That was a whole new green. Not the 2011 green. I was t- my 2011 mm. green wasn't popping either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my god. My 2012-13 green wasn't popping. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, oh, 2014 but... was when I finally got my first professional photography camera oh, okay cool because i had like many many cameras but yeah. they were like kodaks or point and shoots yeah you couldn't tell me that i didn't have a camera <laughs> i would attach a light to that well, thing and everything <laughs> and make the camera look big all type of stuff you just couldn't tell me <laughs> that's how you have to be yeah like i remember in what was it 2012 uh-huh you um were part of this art show. Mm. I got that camera. It was a little Canon point and shoot. Yeah. I attached a bracket to it and I attached a light to it. And I kept it moving. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I was like, I'm oh, uh, a professional photographer. <laughs> those are those were the days. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> we were both screens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starting out. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so innocent. <laughs> Yeah. Now I'm jaded and <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I'm jaded and drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that might be yeah. my new show, Jaded and Drunk. <laughs> I like that title. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Yeah, I oh, like that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, thank you, Chris. You know, I want to. You have a unique way of incorporating spirituality in your work. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with the faith aspect, but there's more to it, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Like, um, my book, the exclusive one that you were talking about, is called Destination 333. Yeah. A lot of people don't know the reason I got into the situations. I saw the number 333. So, So you're big on numbers. You're big on numerology and spirit numbers, you call them. You want to tell the people what spirit numbers are? Basically, they're different numbers. Anything you see that's in synchronicity or that you're seeing a lot. For instance, some people see their birthday. Some people might see their mother's numbers. Um, Some people might see their cat's numbers. They might see anything. Right. But synchronicity doesn't just go with just numbers. It can be like an event. For instance... um, you might hear a name. Or anytime you hear a song in your head, you should carefully listen. Right. Because that song holds a message. Yeah. Um, like, I, I get songs. The first thing I do when I wake up, I have to download what just processed in my head once I woke up. <laughs> I woke up pretty much all this week. I've been hearing all types of different songs. Today it was Candy Rain. Um, one day was Bobby Brown, every little step you take. See? Yeah. And (laughs) one day was in sync, this I promise you. Yeah. So really pay attention to every detail. Songs. And the songs and life. Synchronicity. People call it synchronicity, but it's a mess. I believe that there are messages. Yes. Like numbers. Remember we were going to, (laughs) we were going to Piedmont Park for the, R&B song. Oh, yeah. And we kept seeing we all these. We saw all type of numbers. They just came out the woodwork. Like, everywhere. We kept seeing, everywhere. like, 999 nine, nine, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't even, um, you know how much of a struggle it was for me finding that parking space. Oh, yeah. I finally parked at 333. <laughs> Shut up. Yes. Like, it was a struggle. That was the struggle. time you parked. Was that three, was three, the three. time I parked. It was a struggle finding uh, that parking space. There's so many numbers. Like, yes. spirit numbers, it's a thing. Yeah. It's really a thing. And the whole way there, we were just, like, seeing all this stuff. Mm. And then, like, someone passed. I think someone passed us with, like, because I was debating. I was like, should I go back to Washington? It's just the... Oh, yeah. And then I started love. playing Home by Stephanie Mills. Stephanie Mills. Yes. <laughs> Home. Think of home. You played you played that song like <laughs> <laughs> two, two or, or three times. 
And then we saw Washington on the license Washington plate. Washington on license plate. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's like, all. Okay. And then uh, a few days later, I went to the grocery store and, you know, I was buying wine because, you know, I buy wine. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the lady, she's like, oh, you're such a long way from home. I said, I, I, I she said that? Yes. She mm. said, you are such a long way from home. Oh, my gosh. And I, that was that was a confirmation for me. I was like, yep. Yeah. I got to go back home. I got to go back to Washington. Wow. I mean, I consider Georgia... Georgia for me is like a... It's a humbling uh, because no one really knows who I am here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, my family friends, they just say, like, oh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for my mom. I mean, she's, you know, she's a doting yeah. mother. She's been, a, a, I call her a smother <laughs> quite often. <laughs> that's um, why I probably, you know, no offense to her. That's why I don't have kids because I was like, I don't want to be a smother. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> do that to anybody. Well, um, <laughs> you know, God bless her. Yeah, God bless her. <laughs> Mama. I'm just yeah. saying. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> that's one of the reasons I think. Yeah. I would be a doting mother. <laughs> yeah. But you know that it reminds me of like here, it's you know people keep me humble, you know they keep me grounded. Yeah. And uh, but also I have. I have enjoyed the experience of um, revealing my growth because I have grown. I have, you know, it's like it's this this experience for me being back in Georgia has been sort of like a test or a reveal to say, okay, you're back in your roots, and um, is the change that you have experienced is it solid? Is it is it permanent? Is it temporary? Is it fake? Or is it, you know, is it, is it faulty in any way? Because I could have been triggered about a whole bunch of things. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> there's a whole yeah. bunch of things I could have been triggered about. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be, you know, that's. It's like that. Um, I'm, the name is escaped me. Usually I would know this on top of my head, but someone said it's like that test of um, retroactive. Is it, is it retroactive? Mm, no, the one where you have to finish old business mm. to see if you can move on to the new business. Oh, totally. Retrograde. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure that it has. I'm sure uh, me having spending time with my mother. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Oh yeah, definitely. That was a lot of retro. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of retro right there. <laughs> um. And 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 my friends from college, you know, yeah. I've known these people for thirty years. Yeah. And there's a lot to you know. Uh, to prove to myself to say, okay, you know, we've had this ex- these experiences, but I have cha- I have changed. Yeah. I have grown. A lot. And um, you know, it's those people who are able to accept those changes yeah that um i feel like i've i was here to experience it's like people who are like oh okay yeah well let me get to know this new you you know yeah Yeah, i told you this i told you what happened like my old one of my old college buddies i told you what happened and i bought my purse i have this really i have this oh yeah i have this Really nice purse. It's like a Dooney and Burke. It's like a four hundred dollar purse. It's really nice. You know, I like nice things. You know, sue me. And I told you she was like, "Oh, whose purse is this?" I told you this. Tell her um, two thousand sixteen show ain't two thousand twenty two show. Yesterday's prices ain't today's prices. Yesterday's show ain't today's show. She was like, oh, and I've known this woman since college, like th- almost 30 years. And she was like, oh, whose who's purse is this? I was like, it's my purse. Yeah. That nice purse you point, that's mine. Like, like, <laughs> kind of like nice things. And she was like, oh, I've never known you to have a purse like that. And my mom like, purse like what? Yeah. You're saying I can't have nice things? Purse like what? Yeah, purse like what? And I was like, oh, that's mine. Yeah. 
We got nice stuff. Uh, we, we have nice things now. Yeah. We all grown up. We, She's like, nice. oh, I haven't really, uh, I've only seen you have backpacks. Mm-mm. That was college, ho. That was. Uh, we're not doing the backpack ministry in this day and age. We doing Dooney and Birds. We doing we doing Dooney and Birds and stuff. We showing up. We doing coaches and Louis and stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. <laughs> the good stuff. I mean, I was just so you know the old me would have been so and so. I was like, no, 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 that's mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch it, bitch. Don't. Yeah, don't. Like, it's real. Don't touch it. Don't touch. It's real. And check out this uh, Oscar De La Renta guy over here. Like, who are you? Uh, oh, my God. Like, hello. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. You got time for no haters. <laughs> Trying to hold you to the past. We left them back in the past, too. Ooh, I'm leaving you back in 1997. Where yeah. <laughs> where that was 1977, ended 1977. Oh I mean, my goodness. 1997. But you know, you have people like that, and you're yeah. like, who want to hold you, hold you back and hold you to your past and not see you yeah. when you start to advance and become greater. They're like, oh, well, wait a minute, you, you used to be Poe. No, no, no. <laughs> you used no to be more. down and out in Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that no more. Yeah, like we don't yeah. see in our cars no more. <laughs> we in the MGM theaters and stuff. <laughs> we in the MGM hotels and stuff. The wind. Yeah. We're in the wind. We're moving on up to the east side and stuff. Yep. Speaking of that, that's another song that was playing in my head. Oh, when. Um, past few days, see, I've I've been my head is literally trampled by a Laverne and Shirley theme song. <laughs> I love it. We're gonna do yeah it. all the time. <laughs> I love it, it just plays. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Yes, we're gonna do it. It literally lives. I love it. Matter of fact, I'll say it has like real estate in my head. That's a good song to have real estate yeah, in your is. head. This is really We're gonna do one. it. Yeah. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Oh. And I've been obsessed with the uh, the Jeffersons lately. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, on up. Hey. <laughs> Yes, the deluxe apartment in Sky High. We finally um, got a piece of the, the pie. pie. <laughs> we got it. We got it. That Dunia, um, Dunia Bird. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch, she tried to tell me. Uh-huh. She's like, "Well, I've never seen you, bitch. I ain't seen you in about six, five or six years." Uh, that was the old show. The old she show died a long time ago. Show. That little backpack. <laughs> she saw me as a little, what's her name? Backpack, backpack. Little, what's her name? Well, we don't do backpack ministry now. We do do me and Burks. What's <laughs> that like, little cartoon? Yeah. That little girl. No, we don't do that no more. She saw you as a little punky bird. <laughs> oh, glory. Not punky bird. <laughs> I didn't go that far back. <laughs> We are Wilhelmina Slater. <laughs> yeah. We're not Punky Brewster. Nah, we ain't doing Punky Brewster. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. Uh-uh. We- <laughs> not Punky Brewster. Not Annie. Not Dora. None of them. She had me messed up. <laughs> yes. I had to come. I'm like, that's my bag hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I see your little business. Oh yeah. Or um uh, your li- little party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> your little magazine. Your little magazine. <laughs> oh glory. You know your little business. Mm-hmm. Your little podcast. Oh, I have I've had haters say Just that. Little. Your little your little podcast. Your little podcast. <laughs> Don't let them hate. Yeah. Well, no, let them hate. Yeah, let them hate. But don't let it affect you. Don't. 
Because they just got little heads. Yeah, mm -hmm. indeed. And they don't have the courage to do what it is that they're passionate about. Nope. And when they see others doing it, they have something to say. They do. Because <laughs> they can't do it. They can't do it. Mm -mm. Bless them. So you have to overlook them. Yeah. So I want you to let people know how they can. So you have magazines available. Yes. You have services available. Yes. You have uh, photography. You can do photography. You can do whatever. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever. Yes. Let people know how they can reach out to you, get your products, get your services. Got you. Okay. Um, well, you can definitely find me 24-7 on Instagram at RetroChrisMedia. My website is RetroChrisMedia.com. And my email is info at RetroChrisMedia.com. You can book me on Calendly to book a consultation for different services. And you can purchase Behind the Boxer on MagCloud all day, believe. <laughs> or you can hit me up yeah. for a special edition. I only have a few more copies left. Okay. To purchase it directly okay. from me. But they can always go on MagCloud whenever they want. It's always going to be want. on MagCloud. Gotcha. Now, the special copy, it comes from me. Right? Yes. I'll sign in everything. Right. And not, <laughs> not everything. <laughs> Bless it, sign it. Bless it, sign it. Flip it, you rub it down. It. Yes, everything. <laughs> oh, I love it. oh, my gosh. Well, I just want to say, Chris, good luck to you. Thank you. You know I'm always in your corner. I'm always here for yes. you. And uh, I am... Uh, grateful to be a part of uh, some of your projects. I appreciate you being a part of it. <laughs> like, we're going to make sure you're good. Uh, so, thank you. And thank you all for listening. And please check Chris out um, at Retro Chris Media on Instagram. And uh, you can find his links and everything there, his website. Uh, support Black Business. Support it. You ain't got nothing else to do with your money but support black business. Like, come on. <laughs> it's time. Uh, and until next time, thank you so much and show love.